Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. Okay. Oh, I see it says you, recording. That's awesome. Yeah, we're being recorded on Zoom. So just uh, just as yeah, back a backup. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put the screen down so I don't stare at it. <laughs> okay. Are we all recording? Are we all ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I'm counting down. We Wait, got a clap. Caitlin, are you, are you ready? I'm ready to clap. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one, clap. Yay. I think that worked out. I don't know <laughs> if it once. did, but we'll find out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It's it, it's it's a Zoom challenge. It's a Zoom it's challenge. Zoom challenge. <laughs> oh, my God. Zoom challenge for year 2020. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> part two, I guess. Part two. Uh, elect- electric Boogaloo. Um, yeah. I'm Artier. I'm Cindy Tepper. And this is Wigging Out. Out. Zoom edition, part two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we previously recorded this podcast, and then we had some audio issues, unfortunately. Technical difficulties. 2020 strikes again. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> so our lovely guest um, graciously gave us another interview, and we thank you so much for it. Yay, but Caitlin, who are we talking to today? <laughs> okay, so again, but no one heard the first time. <laughs> All the way from India, I had some chai tea this morning because I was ready. I know that means tea twice. I'm sorry. Um, Maya, the drag queen, woo, all the way from Yay! India. Bye-bye. Thank Bye-bye. you, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, um, and I'm really, really sorry that the audio issues happened, but then That's it's okay. 2020. You know, it we can blame it on the year. Actually. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you are our first international so- guest. Yeah, I'm so, so, so yeah. honored to be part of Wigging Out. Yeah. I'm so happy. I, was, I think I was just telling Caitlin, like, I'm really honored to be part of this show. Like, you have featured really amazing guests. So, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Oh, it's so, um, we're so honored. That's so I am honored. Like, you're, like, probably India's biggest drag queen. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But as uh, far as I know, you are. <laughs> uh, let, let, let's just keep saying that I'm popular. I'm India's most popular. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what is that that's what is specialty. And I'm actually only owning my Indianness always. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about 2020. How has 2020 been in India for you? Um, so uh, 2020 has been like quite the like dipping roller coaster, not like the ups and downs, but then it is like suddenly I go up and then it's just going down and down. So basically uh-huh. we've been struggling as uh, Indian drag artists uh, of the community I'm speaking of that we all have been struggling. We have, we have been always, uh, you know, performing in uh, stage and all of that and that's not happening. Uh, yeah. So it's like a standstill. 
and uh, we don't have the tipping culture like how it's there in the US. Mm-hmm. We yeah, don't it's not have tipping. like there's no tipping. So even if we do online shows, it's like you don't get tipped for online shows. No, we don't. We oh don't. my god! Even, even if wow. we put PayPal, Google Pay, anything out there, there people are like, oh, oh my god, I'm going to watch a free show. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't do that here anyway, but. Tipping suggests. <laughs> I mean, we we do we do our hard work by editing and putting all yeah, our PayPal yeah. and all of that stuff, but then nobody gives a shit. <laughs> oh, no, you should just like yeah. promote it to American audiences and be like, "Tip, bitch." Yeah. So, so that's the thing, right? Like, it's the whole local drag versus mm-hmm. uh, RuPaul Drag Race yeah. scene. So people uh, get hyped up because it's RuPaul's Drag Race mm-hmm. and they are celebrities. They're being part of a reality show, while we are technically nobody, according to them. No, you're just called a local <laughs> queen. That's what we call you, yeah, we, we, <laughs> right, we, Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> That's you. So, we so love we love local I, queen. <laughs> exactly. Like I keep telling people that you need to support local queens whenever they can. And that's really important. Uh, So, uh, yes, so whenever you see a local drag show online, tip them. (laughs) Yeah. But that's common that they don't tip outside of America. Nobody tips outside of the U.S. Nobody. Like, like we tried a couple of several times in in the past, but then it was only the rich people who were doing it. Nobody else. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the rich... The rich people have the money. They got no, the coins. The in America, the rich people don't tip that well. It's everybody yeah, else. Well. See, That's, see the difference. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> like, it's very that. Like, like the thing is, uh, I think in India, it's it's been so used to uh, either it's a ticketed show where mm-hmm. they pay like say a minimum, um, like say if um, I would say. Uh, 10 to 20 dollars yeah. uh, for a ticket yeah. and uh, so they see the whole show in one go uh, mm-hmm. but you know when they're in the club when they paid already a cover charge and they're not going to trip equity they're like we paid it already why do what should we pay more Sometimes I see that at bad drag shows too. (laughs) (laughs) I pay already for my drinks. Why should I tip the queen? You know, like that sort of a thing happens as well. So it's it's kind of like a difficult time for us. But hey, I think we're slowly opening up. Uh, We're seeing avenues happening here and there. But then it's not full fledgedly. Um, Also, we have sort of uh, a government that does not support. Drag queens or the drag culture, mm-hmm. or the drag bars. So yeah, uh, that's even there as well. So yeah. it's, it's a lot of toil on the drag community as well. Yeah, we're finding that in New York as well because so many places have closed with COVID, and the government's not really stepping right. up. Nope. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and you know, I I I've been watching the debate. Oh God! I'm not even watching the debate. <laughs> um, the thing is, I early morning I wake up and I that's when that's what I hear on the news. So mm-hmm. I have to sit and watch it. <laughs> and I was like, 
the current uh, president and vice president they have they're clueless on what is the fuck is happening oh yeah <laughs> of course yeah. they're not yeah. clueless they just choose to be ignorant so like they look better or whatever yeah i mean mm-hmm. I, and also they're attacking they're not having a proper debate what's the point of a debate if you're trying to um you know put your opponent down always and not giving them a chance to speak so that's just I'm american debates like, in general though i feel like it's always <laughs> kind of been there they, they're just like the most extreme version of doing that uh, i was like oh my god why are they not letting the other person speak I'm like, why is, because why whoever dominates the conversation um that's who like the people remember is the smart one apparently oh. it's like the psychology behind it as but, long as you get the I most like airtime but they have to be honest i think the one-liners came from the opposition the <laughs> yeah definitely me. Oh my god I was living for Kamala Harris the way she was like looking at my pencil are you all right there like do you need me to come and pat your back or pat your head maybe drive the fly away yeah there's a fly <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah but then yeah so yeah I completely agree with you it's all to do with the different environment that we are in and we uh, in India and in US we face a similar situation as well yeah it's awful being a little less depressing let's go back to your roots how did you get your name <laughs> which is Mayama um, yes yes okay. you got, you got, you got I gotta write the second time for work <laughs> yes you got, you got you got it right both the times actually both a lot the times, of people in both India the both yeah. a lot of people in india don't even get the name they call me niyama they've called me different kinds of names <laughs> and i'm like i'm shocked that they are indians but then anyway you is that an, an indian American name got my name correct yes it's an okay. indian name okay so gotcha. maya maya means in sanskrit means magic or illusion and oh. amma means mother in my uh, language yes so yes. um I'm known as the mother of illusion or mother of magic where when I come on stage I perform the illusion of a woman. That is I so love that. good. <laughs> That's so cute. I love that a lot. No one, no one in America puts this much thought into their like drag name. <laughs> no, ours are all kinds. Yeah, I I you know no nobody was there to tell me hey you know what make your name as a pun and I was like why not just put a little bit of thought into it yeah and, and then I love that. then after that you know in the years to come I had to change my name into Maya the drag queen because people mm-hmm. were um miss uh, miss assuming that that I am a transgender I'm transitioning uh, to be a transgender so I had to literally put Maya the drag queen yet then people still uh, misgender me misidentify me oh wow <laughs> so i'm like i've given up already i'm like you know what just just you know just call me maya <laughs> yeah just, that's true don't, too i don't want to deal with it yeah <laughs> i always thought you like as i was like i knew it was pre bob the drag queen on um us drag race but i'm like i'm sure lots of people think you just took your name from bob the drag queen yeah because uh, I, i was doing chaya with maya with alaska that the fuck and yeah. uh, she was like oh so you must be the drag daughter of bob the drag queen and i'm like no i've not met bob the drag queen ever in my life <laughs> so i uh, don't i would love to meet i mean i i keep track of her content and she's re- creating a really great content 
So yeah. at some point in my life, if I get to meet her, then yes. <laughs> but then yeah, I'm not, I'm not related. I'm not related to Bob the Drag Queen. <laughs> so how would you describe your um, drag aesthetic and performance style? So uh, now I perform mostly into the Indian aesthetic. That is mm-hmm. uh, wearing sari, uh, representing the Indian women. Uh, that's what I'm being great at. <laughs> and uh, yeah. then, uh, I do parodies of uh, English songs, uh, mm-hmm. parodies of, you know, all I have to just do is put in the accent and just sing the song. <laughs> and oh my God. Uh, find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I don't know if you, if you guys noticed, I recently did uh, uh, WAP uh, in the Indian um, Indian tone and everybody loved it because they were like, this is so funny. This is the, this is the version that we were waiting for. You know? well, like, did you change what the, what WAP stands for? No, no, I, no, no, I didn't do any of that. I just uh, you just did it with an accent? accent? Oh my god. And people loved it. People loved it. I was like, okay, so this is a thing. So I think I should just <laughs> song. Wait, can you give us a little bit of it? I was like, oh, okay, let me, let me get the words. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. A certified freak. Seven days a week. But as per se, make the puller game weak. Yeah. 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 Amazing. <laughs> so, oh my God. like, people find it funny, and I did it with this, like, dressed in a sari, and you know, the whole drag makeup and everything. And yeah. People loved it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> So um, that I and also I do a lot more into Bollywood because people love mm-hmm. Bollywood as well. Yeah. Um, and I don't do it just like you know being a pretty girl and just going on stage. I do it with uh, like a message or something which is related to gender equality, mm-hmm. feminism, and uh, you know all of that. So that's what I do. More of storytelling, and that's something which people have never see. Um, and uh, like. I think uh, people like Bianca Del Rio and Bob the Drag Queen have been really instrumental on shaping my performance style as well. Uh, because, you know, nobody has seen drag queens as such in India. So I had mm-hmm. to be heavily influenced by the West yes. um, in order to gain some inspiration of that sort. So, yeah, yeah. they have greatly uh, inspired me a lot. Yeah, I feel like they've like just drag race in general has definitely had a huge impact around the world yeah i mean um like even i mean look at rupaul like she has done she's done kick-ass and crazy crazy ass stuff like who would go and do a duet with elton john and uh, you know <laughs> with his own songs and all that stuff and do raining men with uh Martha wash you know i mean yeah these are all her old classics but then then after that, she started churning her own hits and all of that. So I was, um, I tried, uh, <laughs> I, I, will, I I won't say it now, but I'm, I, I did my own version uh, with the Indian accent, though, uh, of her song, Call Me Mother. So <laughs> I, I call it, 
So I, I call it, call me Amma, and I do it in the Indian accent. So, but then I, I won't do it now. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> I, I put you on the spot enough. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I will, I will put, send you guys the video and you guys can have a yes. look at it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We'll definitely plug that. That sounds amazing. So I know you. Yeah. <laughs> So I know you currently perform in Bangalore, but where are you from originally? So I'm basically from Kerala. Um, it's uh, the southernmost part of India. Um, oh. Uh, it's, it's the land where there's coconut trees. Oh. Uh, we are known for fishes. We are known for... Uh, um, uh, what is the other now For banana chips. <laughs> so, and very humid. And it's full, it's full of, like, there are a lot of backwaters, rivers full of greenery uh, so it's like it's an amazing place if you if you both come to india i'm definitely taking you there yeah uh, there's house boats as well so i've come from that Ooh. land but <laughs> so i basically so you you can imagine how as a personality i come from there <laughs> and then i just left land up in the garden city which is not no longer the garden city yeah uh, it's like a very heavily populated normal city i feel like bangalore so uh, i'm in i'm in the garden city uh, yeah. and um, i am currently like being here for 12 uh, 12 years now oh wow and uh, that's been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> What's Bangalore so, like yeah. for for us Americans who have never been? Uh, Bangalore is an amazing place. Like with um, like it's a very open uh, city. Uh, mm -hmm. It's open to pe queer people uh, because oh, I really? came out in the city. Yeah, I came out in the city, and it's been really amazing um, for. Uh, there are a lot of people who, uh, you know, come from other places in South mm -hmm. India and they find Bangalore as a home. Um, and it's also a very vibrant scene with in terms of theater. There's a lot mm -hmm. of growth in theater as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, though it's being treated as the IT city, IT capital, mm -hmm. I, I think it's more to that. There's a lot more culture in the city. Um, knowing that, uh, you know, like most of the infra infrastructure in the start was actually done by the British, basically. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so like the center of the city was actually planned by uh, them. Uh, and oh. we never had, uh, we never had lakes. So it, uh, most of the lakes that there in the city are all man-made, basically. Oh, wow. So, the British want water easily and they just duck out and they said let's just store water whenever it rains and make it call it lakes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. that's what happened. So that's what happened actually. Um, so how did you so get anyway, into... That... What? Yeah. Uh, 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 like I was just saying that <laughs> this is my city, this is Bangalore and mm. um, I'm in love with the city. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> so how did you get into drag originally? So, uh, like I said, uh, theater. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I am a theater kid at heart. Yeah. Um, I started performing in theater, or rather started working in theater in 2011. Mm -hmm. And um, 2011, I just started with backstage and all of that. 
Yeah. And I moved to Bangalore. So I was in Hyderabad working there for one and a half years. And then I moved to Bangalore. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when I started getting into the theater scene. But then everybody was like, you know, talking about my accent, talking about, um, you know, you've got this very feminine thing that should not go well with the main lead roles for uh... males or men. And, uh, oh, oh my God. And uh, with that, um, I started watching movies. And the movie which I came across was Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> Brown Williams plays this hippo granny who's ready to beep up and uh, you know do do a lot of crazy things. Uh, yeah. So um, I was like, if Robin Williams can do it, I can do it too. And yeah. uh, with that, <laughs> with that, I did my debut in uh, September 2014. Um, and since then, it's been six years <laughs> since I oh, started wow. performing. Yeah, um, uh, it it just started off, you know. Um, as oh let me just have fun mm-hmm. and uh, now it's become a really great career a viable career actually at the moment yeah, yeah. and like <laughs> you, you like really kind of delved into just being in social media as well so you're not just performing you're also like a really good social media presence <laughs> so mm-hmm. so thing is i started i started social media because a friend pushed me to do it because mm-hmm. i I was not so great with my social media as, um, you know, with my own account. I was just like posting foot, uh, foot shots and posting pictures of my shoes and all of that. <laughs> uh, but then uh, my friend told me like, you need, this is going to be helpful. You need to start your own social media pages. And I started um, my, uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, YouTube, Twitter, and these were the four platforms. Mm-hmm. Now, Facebook and Instagram blew up, and I'm like, I never knew that it, that would be the case. Yeah. But then, um, with that, um, I make sure that you know every um, at least every day I post something which is either inspiring or which is telling people to live their life out mm-hmm. loud. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's what I keep doing, and I put keep uh, churning out content because thing is uh, being being in a society in this society uh, this it's even posting a post is seen brave to be brave yeah. so i think i'm going to continue this till there is some some sort of change in the society so let's see fingers yeah. crossed <laughs> we could talk a little bit about um like what's going on in india with like gay rights and everything so it's the current uh, update. We, the, <laughs> so, so, uh, so what happened was, I think the last conversation we had, we, mm-hmm. I we kind of touched upon, you know, the government lawyer saying, you know, it's against culture and all of that. Yeah. And then now the Supreme Court has told uh, the, you know, the judge saying that, but this is human rights. How can you, how can you judge it based on religion? And, and this is for like gay marriage, right? Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were like, the Supreme Court judges went hard on the government lawyer saying that, you know, you keep your religion to yourself. We are talking about human rights here. And I was like, oh my God, this is Wow. Big. Yeah. This is really big. You don't so, even have that yeah. in America. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, see, like, the when I went to the history of what happened in America, it's because mm-hmm. of... Um, a partner who had passed away of a lesbian uh, couple, yes. I guess, and 
um, and she couldn't get the rights because she had to pay like a lot of taxes on a property. So she mm-hmm. needed to fight it out, and that's what that's how she won the case. I mean, it's not some um, easy case, but then she won the case with uh, with a resounding success. The thing mm-hmm. what's happening in India is that they are equating it to the culture, the religion, and which is unnecessary because uh, sexuality does not have to do anything with religion or culture. And, yeah. and you know, uh, if someone <laughs> someone is quoting culture, then they are so, uh, what the, what's the word you say? Like they are so misinformed mm-hmm. because we are the land of Kama Sutra. We are the land of, where sexuality is literally carved on stones in temples. Yeah, it's so everywhere. It's, yeah, so it's kind of like uh, really um, irritating a little being in the you know, literally being an idiot in front of the public. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so so uh, at the moment, I feel uh, you know, you know, we are we, so basically the court has given. Um, the uh, court has given the uh, government like two months notice. So basically the judgment would come out in Jan. So -hmm. that's what, uh, so if gay marriages are allowed or not, it will come out in Jan. And hopefully fingers crossed. (laughs) Let's see. Let's see. That'd that'd be incredible because Asia is so far behind on like gay marriage and just like gay rights issues in general. I mean, I think, uh, you know, the thing is all these places were actually, um, in a way, um, what is the word to use, um, invaded by people from Britain. White people. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to put it in that way, okay. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they took everything from us. They took yeah. us, yeah. They, took, they, they took us everything. They literally squeezed our entire resources. Um, but then, yeah, ultimately, you can't see thing is, it's been centuries altogether, so you can't keep blaming them. They left the country. They left us like in 1947. Come on, so give it a break. True. I think but they true. had a lot of influence yeah. on everybody they, around they the did. world. They did. Around the world, because 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 we were a free, loving society yeah. before they came, and uh, they found it odd because they were like, "How can you be a free, loving society? <laughs> we don't follow that in our country." <laughs> Especially like during the Victorian era when no one was allowed to. Exactly. Have yeah. Exactly. I can, can imagine Queen Victoria only imposed laws on queer people and gay people, and she did. She thought lesbian women didn't exist, so she yeah. never put the law against them. <laughs> she was like, how, "How can two women do each other like that? How is that even possible?" So, <laughs> like, what? What did they do? Like, how did they? <laughs> That's a weird ass idea. I'm not going to put any laws on them. We don't need laws on lesbians. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hello, lesbian rights. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I hate to break up this joyous moment right now, but uh, I'm getting a notification from Zoom that our meeting is about to end in a minute. So, <laughs> I guess we'll take a break. <laughs> we'll take Keep a break. Recording everybody. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, okay. But we'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Go fly.
on here. We are recording. Cute. Um, now we're recording on that. I'm gonna clap for myself. Oh, okay. do you want me to clap? <laughs> um, sure. Three, two, one. Cute. Okay. okay. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> and we're back. Oh my god. Technology's awful. Blue, it sucks. <laughs> Everything I'm going off two hours of sleep. I'm not great, kid. We're not As long as we don't have to record this a third time, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, I'm honestly yeah. surprised this is working for so far like not to jinx it but I oh, yeah <laughs> fuck you Bartir don't do that <laughs> don't do that to me but okay we're recording we're, we're on part two of the podcast let's get the back pod. into it so I asked last time um about your drag mom who's based in Boston in America what can mm-hmm. you tell us about mm-hmm. her <gasps> Uh, so, uh, Kareem Kupchidani, also known as Lahore Bajistan, uh, is a professor in the Boston University and an amazing drag form. Um, she saw me uh, just uh, swirling on stage and just performing my, performing my best on stage and she was like, um, Dali, I think you can do more. And uh, with that, she actually, uh, you know, Came, came and we met, we met at uh, uh, Starbucks and uh, we started having a conversation like, hey, you know, and then she told me you can develop your performance further and uh, maybe do storytelling. Mm-hmm. And with that is with, with her that I was able to do more of storytelling on stage, mm-hmm. uh, involving pop songs and, you know, all the songs that I love <laughs> yeah. uh, on stage. And... I owe it to her because she kind of stirred the ship, like the ship was going nowhere. (laughs) She She kind of stirred the ship to the right direction. And uh, with that, I was able to get a hold of my drag career. Uh, And she she and I, we have been supporting each other. So when uh, she gave me the support initially, I thought I needed to give the return, uh, you know, give it back. Um, And... uh, with that, um, I invited her to perform in Kirisu, um, mm-hmm. and she did her first Indian, like you know, first performance in India. Yeah. Uh, because she's only performed in US. Yeah. Uh, and she did it in front of her mother. So oh, wow. that Aww. was kind of that is kind of like a full circle moment, like a drag daughter calling the drag mother, so that um, her own mother can see um, her perform, and that was really amazing to see. Um, That's crazy. And, That's uh, really special. And I, I, I keep saying this to everybody, but I do have two drag mothers. <laughs> one is Kareem and the other one is Mr. Keshu Suri, uh, who is mm-hmm. also the owner of Kirisu or uh, the owner of the Lalit Group of Hotels. Um, the only openly gay bar uh, in India. Um, crazy. Like, that is uh, so crazy. <laughs> yeah, so basically no nobody has the fucking balls to start in another gay bar other than Mr. Kesha Suri. <laughs> well, like then you don't have any competition either. The gays can only go to one place. True. I mean true. That that's there. But then for first drag queens, we don't have that many opportunities. Like, we just have only one yeah. place to go. That's the, that's the problem. <laughs> Small town scene. That's, like that's, that. that's the problem. 
Yeah, it is a small town. Uh, it's though it's a small town scene in a big city. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he open oh, um, multiple bars? Like, aren't they in multiple cities in India? Yeah, there is multiple bars in different cities, but it's like one bar uh, that is only open to the LGBT community, and everybody else is like, "Fuck that! We don't want the LGBT community." That sort of a thing, and mm-hmm. that should not happen. No. Literally, like you should give everybody should be open to the community. That's what I feel. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you go to a Kitty Sue show, what do you, what should you expect? Well, you can expect uh, naked men in shower <laughs> like that. <laughs> you can definitely expect uh, naked men dancing on the bathtubs, shirtless. Um, definitely, there would be a drag show, uh, mm-hmm. and mostly it's on Thursday nights. Uh, we have something called as the Pure Love Thursdays, where it's just for the LGBT community. So uh, that's usually the case. And then there are those big nights where RuPaul Drag Race uh, Queen mm-hmm. comes to India. Yeah. So that's when we usually hold it on a Saturday. Um, uh. It's very rare that we put it on a Thursday or a Friday because. Mm-hmm. Come on, the queen is here in India, and so it should be a big night. So yeah. that sort of a thing. So that's what we keep focusing on. Um, uh, so these are the nights that people should just come to Kirisu because you'll have more fun than being with the straight people. <laughs> are, are there straight people who go to the club? I was going to ask that. <laughs> yeah, 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 they they do, they do, uh, and okay. they're quite shocked. They're like, uh, really? "What's just happening? <laughs> what is happening?" And it's like, it's like they're uh, either being, you know, virgin to a gay bar or a mm-hmm. drag bar is yeah. lost that night <laughs> because it's very uh, <laughs> on those lines. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so. And even Mr. Mr. Suri keeps uh, emphasizing on um, you know including drag queens in like mainstream nights. Like if it's a New Year's Eve night, uh, there would be a drag queen either dancing or being part of the DJ console, something on those lines, mm-hmm. um, so that people get used to the idea that they you know we exist and uh, get yeah. used to it. <laughs> yes, we like yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's a lot of people in India, so there's got to be a lot of gay people in India too. Obviously. I mean, yeah. a lot of them are in the closet, but we soon, mm-hmm. I mean, after the marriage equality comes out, uh, I'm pretty sure all of them will come out of the closet as well. <laughs> I hope so. Imagine Here's just, like, everyone just like comes out of the closet and like, we're all and the, You know, the, that's, that's the thing. Like, you know, uh, when the repeal of Section 377 happened, uh, like in our club, we had the record. Like, our club could only hold in 300 uh, 400 meet uh, people at the most. Yeah. Uh, but that night we had around 800 to 1,000 people. Wow. So that was oh, the wow. feel of um, gay sex being illegal, basically. Yeah. yeah. So basically, I, I saw people that I never seen in my life. Like, you know, <laughs> because I usually <laughs> because I, I usually perform I usually perform in the club every Thursday or every Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the usual faces. I'm like, yeah. okay, I know you are. You're part of the company. Jail, come on, darling. Let's just dance the night away. Like yeah. all that. But then I was like, that night, I just stood there, like, 
looking at the men <laughs> because they were all out and they were proud and wow. they were just dancing the night away so yeah that's what that's i still i can't get that uh, night off my mind it's it, it was, was such really a historic amazing. night I it was, was following really that story night. very closely. Like it was very, and it was also, and it was also the night. It's all oh, sorry, not night. It's also the day that my grandmother looked at my mother and said that, "Oh my God, he's a lesbian." Congrats! <laughs> because basically, on the newspaper, they had a picture of mine, um, as in me out to drag. Cutting yeah. a rainbow cake at my uh, organization, and there was a picture of me in drag. So she couldn't place it. She was like, "He had to be a lesbian." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "My mother's like, how is that possible? He's a guy." <laughs> <laughs> We're all lesbians even, at How heart. does that work? Uh, yes. <laughs> it reminds me a bit of Bend It Like Beckham when she thought um, they were lesbians. I take a lesbian feet out of my sack. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Not a Bend It Like Beckham reference. Oh yes. How dare you? <laughs> She's a lesbian. I, th- and, and I thought she was a Libra. And then, and then, I thought she. What is this? Why is she saying all of this? She's not a lesbian. She's a, she's a spicy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that movie was iconic. I'm oh my god, sorry, it's so good. Is... It's so good. Someone movie, in India should do a mix with Bend It Like Beckham. <laughs> you should do a mix. That's I mean, your job. I, yeah, I, I I think I saw I recently saw a movie of uh, Gurinder Chadda. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it is about uh, like I think it's a Netflix. It's actually a Netflix where it's a boy who lives in London and uh, wants to be a writer, mm-hmm. but his Pakistani uh, father is not letting him be a writer. Wants mm-hmm. him to be a real estate agent or a chartered accountant. But he gets inspiration from Bruce Springsteen, and starts. Oh writing. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> I forget what that movie came, uh, is called, but I remember it came out like really close to the Beatles one too. Oh, I heard about the Beatles one. Yeah, they're like the, across they're the universe. Was it? No, the, it was um, like I think it's called Yesterday, and it's a guy. Yeah, that's the Beatles like, one. He okay. wakes up in a uh, world, and uh, none of the Beatles songs were written, so he writes oh, he, them. He writes them, but he writes them. Oh quote, quote, yeah. quote. And they, everyone thinks he's a genius. Um, I'm trying to think what the Bruce imagine Springsteen that happening. One. Oh my god! I know. But right? it's, uh, it's based out of his song, I guess. One of the songs. The mm-hmm. movie title is based on one of the songs because oh, Bruce the, the writer. Yeah, uh, because basically the writer kept meeting Bruce Springsteen in throughout his year, like you know, whenever he could meet. Like he actually, yeah, the writer like actually went to. Yeah, and the writer actually went to Bruce Springsteen's hometown, went and stood near where he used to eat ice cream, where he used <laughs> to be his uh, home, his garage, all of the pictures he took, all of that. But it was a very sweet uh, movie because I think ultimately it was like telling people to like, hey, you know, just don't listen to what other people tell you. Just go with your heart. That sort of thing. Good message. Good message. Amazing. <laughs> Love. 
So talking, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) We can edit that out. Um, Talking a little bit about Kitty Sue, I know you've met a lot of the Drag Race girls because they all fly Mm -hmm. them out to Mm -hmm. India. What stories Mm -hmm. can you Mm -hmm. tell us about that? So, um, so I'm going to go in uh, in the order that I met them, I, which I didn't do last time. So, uh, <laughs> the first drag race queen that I ever met is Violet Chashki, mm-hmm. uh, amazing queen. Uh, queen with with that kind of a way, she is amazing. Oh, agreed. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, she 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 came uh, she came to India, and one of our one of our common friends actually tagged me saying that. You better meet Maya there, and uh, she came to Kitty Sue with uh, saying, "Who is Maya? Maya the drag queen?" <laughs> and I was there, right there, uh, and uh, with that, we, we 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 kept meeting at least three or four times um, mm-hmm. whenever she's come to India. She she loves the Indian designers. Mm-hmm. Uh, she loves this stuff, and um, like. Um, we, um, I think it was during the first performance. The first, I was the opening act for her performance in Delhi. Mm-hmm. Um, I planned to perform to Born Naked by because that is the song that she lip synced to in RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, I hate the song. <laughs> I'm like, shit. <laughs> because I... I I had only a couple of hours before the show started, so I had to literally scrap the song and start just write a stand-up comedy uh, set. And she was really, she was like, she, uh, she's never apologetic, and she was like, I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry. I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. I'll just do it. <laughs> so, uh, so, but she's she's a nice person. I like her. Uh, we are, we had a, we had at times she's, She's performed in Mr. Keshasuri's wedding, you know, the your whole aerial act. She's done it mm-hmm. in beach, in Goa Beach. Yeah. I don't know how she did it, but she did it. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, the next, like, where would she put yeah. it? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, uh, she, they, it was literally, uh, uh, they put a hard wood surface uh, in uh, on, the, uh, on the beach sand. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing was rest, uh, like put up. And she did it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, good for her. Uh, the next person who came was Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, it was during the time when, no, sorry, it was not Alaska. It was Derek Berry. Oh, uh, Derek Berry came. Derek, Derek came. Um, you know how Derek is, very energetic, all of that. I just didn't like his manager. I'm sorry, oh. but you know, all these queens, they bring their managers and I just don't like them. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's, some, there's some tea that I'm sharing. Um, and uh, that's, that's it. But then I love Derek's energy. Uh, yeah. His persona Derek's Britney live is amazing. Like you really so, think uh, you're Derek watching Britney. Did- so Derek's show was sold out because uh, the media kept pitting him as Derek, Be- uh, sorry, Pretty Spears impersonator and not mm. as a RuPaul's Drag Race queen. Yeah. So everybody mm. came to see the fact that he was impersonating Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. And he actually did, uh, like, you know, uh, even though his uh, set list was like just two songs, he came towards the end and did another performance as well. That's so, great. He was like on a roll, but I'm like, good for him. But then, yeah. Um, <laughs> the next, 
Next person came was Alaska, but Alaska just performed only in Mumbai and Delhi. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but um, I got to interview Alaska, and that was something that's surreal. <laughs> like you know, imagine to interview Alaska, and this was right after her um, All Stars win. Oh wow! Uh, that mm. she came to India. So, so she was amazing as well. Uh, this was when uh, her song. Uh, which is related to brazil came out oh yeah and um, come to brazil <laughs> and in and yeah and uh, in india there was an audience member with the brazil flag i don't know where he found <laughs> it but he was just there he was holding Everywhere. it um, yeah um, <laughs> she was amazing um, though she she was high throughout but i mean you she but then but to deal with Indian audience, you need to be high always. I do the same thing, so I totally get what she did. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame her. I get it too. Uh, the next person to come was Willem. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willem came here. Uh, Willem was amazing. He, I think, he's the only queen who has tour, uh, toured uh, four cities. Yeah. Um, and uh, like you know, thing is. He was pissed off at Kolkata and he came running to me and he said, don't ever hold drag shows here ever again. Oh, <laughs> why? <laughs> what happened? Because the, because the thing is, uh, he did his songs and nobody responded to it. Uh, uh, everybody was into Bollywood. Uh, so the moment uh, I did, the moment I did Bollywood, everybody started dancing. Uh, <laughs> so I, I kind of felt for him. You know, like... <laughs> it was like a culture <laughs> class. Bad. Yeah, and so basically, I think the only city, the cities that responded to him were Mumbai, Bangalore, and Delhi. Mm-hmm. But Kolkata was so cold. They were like... Because, um, you know his famous song, uh, This Boy is a Bottom? Yeah. So he was sick. He was singing that song and the audience member was singing This Girl Is On Fire back to him. So you can imagine, so you can imagine how pissed off he was. Oh god. Maybe he's not just but then, but, but then I loved spending time with Willem. Willem mm-hmm. actually shared a lot of tea about uh, RuPaul's Drag Race and all, everything. Everything. He shared a lot for me to like, you know, like mm-hmm. understand what is happening with uh, the scene there and yeah. all of that. So, um, so Willem was great. The next person was uh, Lady Bunny. <laughs> Icon. Dead corpse. Icon. She, she's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> In one word, she's crazy. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm privileged, and I know I got uh, a chance to spend two whole days with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I took her shopping in Bangalore, and then we went sightseeing in Mysore. Mm-hmm. Um, so she and I, we spoke from her early days as uh, a drag queen to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, dra- clubs shutting down in New York. She mm-hmm. even spilled some tea about RuPaul and Michelle Massage. <laughs> like what? <laughs> and I, like, like she said stuff, I mean, she, she kept uh, teasing RuPaul for um, <laughs> that uh, 
the rupaul makes these idiotic songs and she started imitating um, i am american this she can still remember how she was imitating it in this way uh, and then she was like uh, she was like I don't know why Michelle wrote that book because I read it and it's it's full of trash. <laughs> she said she said that as <laughs> wow. This is all I'm hearing from the horse's mouth. Okay, so I'm not making any shit up. I'm not reading <laughs> Michelle's book. I wish I wish Michelle gives it to me, but I'm not read it. <laughs> I've read that book. I like that book. <laughs> but but then yeah, yeah, Bunny was like. Bunny, Bunny was just being Bunny, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, though, though she, she became difficult. Uh, like you know, after Bangalore, she started mm-hmm. becoming difficult. So basically, when we were going from South India to North India, I think she, it was like her threshold at least. Uh-huh. Um, and. Um, she she became really angry like it came to a point where i stopped talking to her once we reached delhi oh shit <laughs> oh wow so um like i yeah the, the thing is uh, she like there were so many conflicting thoughts because she was like i don't need a butler because i don't uh, i have so many black friends so i don't want to have a butler on my mm-hmm. back and call yeah. and then when she reaches in mumbai and she is like Where is the switch? Where is this goddamn switch? I can't find the switch. Why can't I iron my own clothes and all of that stuff? <laughs> I still remember in Mumbai. I was in, I was in full bleach uh, drag and she yeah. was shouting at me. Okay. Um, and she was she was sending uh, she was sending these big big ass uh, WhatsApp uh, messages. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I couldn't do anything about it because see I. like how it works with me is that if i find answers to what you're asking then mm-hmm. i will definitely do it for you but if it is very like on a strange situation where you in bangalore you say you don't need a butler and then you are like complaining about it in mumbai i can't help it <laughs> <laughs> and and bunny has this thing that she does not want to be photographed out of drag oh no she so does that she looks very different amateur Yeah, um, and uh, you know, thing is, uh, there was a photographer. So the that, when he got out of the Mumbai airport, there was a mm-hmm. photographer ready to photograph her. Yeah. In the Mumbai airport, and she uh-huh. was pissed off because of that. Yeah. And <laughs> when we reached the hotel lobby, there was a photographer there. So she got pissed off, like you know, like anything. Yeah. And she enters the club, and there is the there. they standing is mr kesha sori mm-hmm. and uh, his husband mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, uh, lady bunny went there but nobody introduced mr kesha sori and the husband so mm-hmm. uh, they were just talking generally and uh, lady bunny was like oh you know i have a sore throat and when i'm going to us i have to record a song and all of that mm-hmm. and uh, Mr. Sori's husband, whose name is Cyril, actually said to said to Lady Bunny, said that, "Oh, I think you just have to have hot water with ginger tea or something like that." And it was like a multiple personality shift with Lady Bunny. She oh, started shit. screaming. What? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "How can I drink water in your country?" Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> your country make your your water. 
the water from your country makes you sick oh, <laughs> and, you know so with that this the the atmosphere in the club changed <laughs> <laughs> because because we have lady buddy who's angry and we have like a, a you know the partner yeah. of the, the owner who runs the club being, <laughs> yeah. yeah being shouted at down so the next thing i get is i get these long ass whatsapp um, paragraphs from lady bunny and oh, i'm shit. getting messages from mr kesha suri saying that send her back to us right away <laughs> whatever flights you get right away and you, oh my god now you can now you can imagine what situation i was in i'm like I am in middle of a storm. I don't know what the shit I'm going Jesus to do. Christ. I'm just I I'm, I'm just going to just perform tonight and that's what I'm going to do. So, uh so so a lot of shit like this happened when she came for the tour and I think it is blown out of proportion but she's amazing uh what she does. She's funny. Uh she and I we still follow each other on Instagram. Oh, that's um, good. Okay. <laughs> She's a crazy nut but I love her um and I hope to meet her soon if, before she kicks the bucket. <laughs> oh my god. Honey, she's been dead for 7 yeah, years. Yeah, I know. It's like Bianca killed her a long time ago. <laughs> No, I, Bianca actually shared a post where uh, it's RuPaul, then it's Lady Bunny, and then it's Bianca Delfio. And Bianca's like, "What the hell is this bitch doing on the second as a second drag, famous drag queen?" <laughs> you, oh, you guys God. should check out the you guys should check out the post actually because I think she shared it yesterday or something. Oh, so, yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so after Lady Bunny, I think Peppermint came, and you know how Peppermint is. She's amazing. Yeah, very sweet. Uh, she was. She's very sweet. She was. She's great. used she to traveling India, too. She, she's used to traveling to like foreign countries because that's what she did before she was on Drag Race. She. Um. She's lovely. I love her, but her manager is difficult. Not <laughs> uh, again. Sounds about right. Her manager is difficult. <laughs> uh then the next people who came was Milk and Toji Thor. Mm-hmm. Milk was very sweet. Mm-hmm. I love Milk. Milk called me baby a lot of times. Aww. And then uh the, and then there was Toji Thor. Um I never got close to Toji because Toji uh, so it was like Milk came and performed in Bangalore mm-hmm. and Toji came and performed in Mumbai and I was taking mm-hmm. care of Bangalore. The mm-hmm. scene in Bangalore So um uh, I couldn't like be close to Toji though I met her in Delhi. Yeah. Um and uh, even even that even the lady who came along with Toji was like the something up her but but then it's okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. um uh, so after that I think uh who else came? Kimchi came. So oh. Kimchi has Kimchi has great fans here in India oh. because uh, she couldn't breathe in her uh, a green room it was filled mm-hmm. with people mm-hmm. uh, and everybody was everybody was jumping on her like crazily like Which they were like oh, she's oh my gigantic. god I don't know how they Yeah but then sure. she she felt suffocated she felt really suffocated and she mm-hmm. walked out of the green room after performance is done 
She was like, no more meet and greets. And I had to go run up to her and say, sorry, I really apologize that this won't happen again. All of that. Oh boy. But yeah. And then, um, then we had Panjana Heels. So uh, yeah. Panjana Heels has come as well so many times. Uh, she comes with her, uh, like, you know, group of girls from Thailand Drag Race and she's That's performed amazing. here. So, yeah, and uh, I don't know if you guys know the Wilbergs. The Wilbergs came here as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, should, you should actually check them out. They, they are like this couple, the gay couple, who one of them do uh, like the, you know, the fishy drag and the other okay. one is a club kid. Yeah. So oh, they, oh, the Wilbergs. Well. I know that. I met them. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah, I yes. actually um, made, um, we took photos and I made it one of my defaults on Facebook. That's how long ago that was. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I love so them. They're so great. Basically, so basically, their performance was the last performance of this, uh, drag performance of this year. So like, oh, wow. before the pandemic hit, yeah, they came, they performed, and they left. So basically, when they left, the lockdown happened. Oh, shit. Mm. And they're from Germany. Yeah, so, yeah, so I guess they can Germany. get back faster. Faster. Yeah. Uh, and they were they were really good. Like they make stuff from scratch. I know. Like, They've actually done to... stuff for Lady Gaga. Oh wow. So yeah, yeah like it's it's great like how they come up with, you know, stuff. So anyway, these are the queens that came. I don't I don't know if I'm missing any more queens. I don't well, know. it's been yeah, pandemic ever, like, that was, and that was great. <laughs> you're gonna get more people <laughs> when quarantine finally Hopefully. ends. Yeah, 2025. Hopefully, like I, like we were, we were trying really hard to bring Shantala, and uh, that was when Shantala hit big. She, <laughs> she went, went into, uh, you know, like we found out that she got, like Willem actually told us. Can you imagine, like Willem is sitting with us and saying, "Oh my God, I have a part in Star is Born." Yeah. And we were like, what? <laughs> and, and, and he's like, I'm unsure if that seed is going to be there in, uh, yeah. in the movie. So all of that. But then we finally see them on screen and yeah. they make it big. So uh, we, could, we wanted, really wanted to bring Shangela. We wanted to bring um, Gia Gunn. We wanted mm-hmm. to bring... Um, um, BB Zahara, so so many so many queens we wanted to bring, but um, like um, Mrs. Suri was actually looking forward to Naomi Smalls coming uh, to India, but and she she cool. he wanted he wanted Kimchi to come along with Naomi Smalls, but oh Naomi Smalls had conflict, so mm. she couldn't make it. Oh, I'm sure it'll. So happen. yeah, these are the queens. Yeah. <laughs> these are the queens that I met. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna take a little break. I think we have to reboot the Zoom. <laughs> I know, um, but that was a great. That was some great stories, we especially about Lady Bunny. Lady Bunny, uh, that just um, so <laughs> epic. I've been really. I've been telling everyone that story for a while. I, I, I think I've been pouring the chai. I, I'm not. I'm not literally told all of it. I've just told only the juicy bits of it. Yes. <laughs> but then there is more to it. But then. I'll, maybe I'll write a book or something. Yeah, you should. <laughs> all the tea, all the tea, all the chai. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. We'll be right back, kids. We'll be right Bye. back. Wig, okay. I know, wig, I feel that already. Wig, okay. Wig, did you just say wig? 
working? Was... Yes, the audio's working. Ooh! Yeah. All that shit. <laughs> One day you'll get this view. <laughs> it's so oh exciting. <laughs> oh my god. This is people, not my room, by the way. What? Okay. People are still moving as if there's no pandemic. They're like, uh, what's that? What, what's COVID? Yeah, what exactly. Is- exactly. Uh-huh. exactly. Uh-huh. The one good thing about uh, New York is that at least in Manhattan, people keep their masks on for the most part. So I feel safer because where I'm from in Staten Island, like nobody wears a mask. So I live to, I live next to a religious community. Oh shit, you're fucked. They don't like wearing their masks. No, you are good to get it again. <laughs> well, I checked, I checked the map that says like where the hotspots are, and uh-huh. actually my old place was closer to where a hotspot was. Oh shit. Which was weird, but um, yeah, um. Nice. I, I mean, I walk in that neighborhood. I walked there yesterday, but I had my mask on. I was, I was fine. Okay. It'll be fine. Okay. Well, um, you already had it, so hopefully those antibodies are going strong. I mean, I've seen some people that are like, oh, they got it twice. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty rare to get it twice. Like, it's very yeah. rare. And I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to parties. I'm You're not-, not having a sex party? Oh, I have sex parties on every other day, but um, oh, okay. yeah, you know, masks on though. Masks on. Masks on, no condoms. No condoms. <laughs> no condoms, masks only. I can't get COVID. I'm on prep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, literally that. That's like every gay. <laughs> That's every gay in New York. <laughs> and you know, I take it every few days. Not yeah. every day, but like every few days. Sometimes you know. she works. Sometimes. No. Yeah. I take it when I feel like it. When I feel, you, you know, you. I, I skipped lunch, so I was like, oh, let me have a pill. It's fine. Ah, <laughs> uh, so responsible. <laughs> Anyways, and we're back. back. <laughs> we're keeping all that. Yeah. Oh my god, what a mess. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Maya. Thank you for being so patient with our <laughs> terrible audio. <laughs> Zoom being a Zoom mess. being Zoom. Um, I, yeah. Zoom is a Xavier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's a monster, but I, I love her. Um, <laughs> we don't have a choice. We don't she's have a choice. She's our overlord. Do you remember when Skype was a thing? Me neither. Yes! Uh, <laughs> no, I do. Skype was big. For like a hot minute. Hot now she's like dead in the water. She's big. Anyway. I can't even get into my Skype. Anyway. Anyways, let's get back, back with into Maya. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you watch our favorite Canada's Drag Race? Yes, I did. I kept I kept a I kept a track on it till the end of the uh, finale. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really like uh, really. I was just rooting for. Jimbo and Priyanka. Me too. Uh, Priyanka grew on to me, but mm-hmm. but Jimbo was like my oh my god, let Jimbo be in the final three. You know, I was I actually know. rooting for her. I know. Uh, that then when Jimbo went went, I was kind of like uh, uh, you know. <laughs> but then Priyanka was there. Priyanka was like the you know there are those certain queens who are like these forever narrators of the show yes that was her priyanka was one of those narr- priyanka was a narrator basically yep. like telling like what the hell is happening on yeah, the show yeah literally and it's it so really funny. good 
and but i it was a fresh take of a different kind of drag race mm-hmm. because i feel it was it was different uh, though i didn't like certain judges or they the way they judged stuff we did it I either we disagreed with all a lot of <laughs> we did as well so, i mean the, i was like what the hell are they judging about like mm-hmm. <laughs> but then um, i think the queens the all the queens they were all great and I agree. Uh, amazing mm-hmm. and uh, so i'm so glad that there is brown representation yes. finally uh, because 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 we never i i was kind of scared whenever people, whenever a person told me oh my god maya we need to see you in rupaul's drag race mm-hmm. and i'm like um no india's <laughs> <laughs> drag race you'll be the host yeah i mean <laughs> um i think as cross is that ever happens i'm i'm definitely giving you uh, a gift <laughs> <laughs> i'm sending i'm sending you a ticket up like you come to india you just told that i'll be at the host and you can just see yeah. it all <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean but then uh, india has a long way to go yeah. uh, and uh, i i mean i i'm not expecting it to turn uh, like you know a, a drag race a reality drag mm-hmm. race to turn up so quickly mm-hmm. but uh, whenever it happens then it's great for the community so that's what i'm looking at but mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm keeping that as well because right now my focus is i i would like to get into like movies do a web series that mm-hmm. sort of a thing so fingers crossed again so yeah Do you have anything upcoming that we should look out for? Um I'm st- I'm still trying to finish off the web series that I started before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um it and literally I started a year before uh, the pandemic and then I thought oh my god let me get into it but you know how it is right with when you are when you are in this four walls it's actually suffocating so for me yeah. i'm not been able to finish it but mm-hmm. let's see if i try finish it uh sometime soon sometime possible so yeah that's the current thing that i'm working on mm-hmm. and then i i keep churning out all these uh, videos with me singing a song in mm-hmm. an indian accent and <laughs> that is something which you will <laughs> you will get to see Yeah. Um I actually told the song as well which I actually uh, did. So let's see. Yes. <laughs> love. Love yeah. of love. So what's the best advice you've ever been given about drag? Uh best advice was sort of like encouragement and sort of advice they uh, it was after I did a really bad performance and not performance basically based on what i did on stage but because of the external stuff that mm-hmm. is bad audio equipment uh, the lights were not working properly and i was stuck in one position and i couldn't express myself mm-hmm. so after the performance a kid uh, who's still pursuing his you know to be a doctor and he comes to me and he says never stop being yourself just uh, just don't give up just be who you are because you are inspiring to me Mm-hmm. and you know that that literally changed um the way i looked in life i'm like okay i have a purpose i have a life purpose mm-hmm. and that is something which um kept me going like so if you see me posting uh once a day or uh, you know 
doing something which is related to drag is just because there is a kid out there who would like to see me shine because they would like to see themselves shine as well. Mm-hmm. So that's how I took that advice or slash encouragement. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, and your representation is really important. Like in America, it's like different representation is important, but in India, like we need like you know gay icons out there yeah. to get the message out and i think you're yeah. definitely doing that yeah i i thank you so much but mm-hmm. i like you know like it's not an easy task but i did it anyways i was like i had to do it i had to do it for the young queer kids out there so. yeah they need someone to look up to because you know like gay marriage still isn't legal there you know things like that they need legal exactly Show them exactly. the way. And you, you know, it, it's it's not just uh, the gay marriage, but you know, it's mm-hmm. a lot more to it. Like um, I know society like really so looks down so, upon it, <laughs> like being LGBT. Yeah, and then you know, the you know, it, it's even more difficult to be a transgender in this yes. Indian society. Mm-hmm. Like we've been, we've been, and we've been enforced about stereotypes that is not uh, fair to the transgender community mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, some like you know it. We still have movies that is churning out where the cisgender man is playing a trans woman. I mean mm-hmm. that's not right. That's yeah, not no. the right thing to do. Uh, because ultimately you see him out. You see him out of the character, but he's he's a cisgender man, and you know the society will continue to like ensue that trans women are cis men. Yes. You know, then that should not be the that should not be the conversation. That should not mm-hmm. be the start of the conversation. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. still have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do but too. We, <laughs> we do too. We do too. Like it's it's literally like, you know, the forever ending conversation that you keep having. Like yeah. I thought, okay, maybe once or twice because I did I did three TEDx uh, talks, so I was like, okay, you know what? Now people know everything about a drag queen, but no, not everybody knows anything about no. drag queen. I still have a conversation where I have to keep explaining my ID, keep mm-hmm. explaining who I am, and it's such a tiring process. But then I will never give up. <laughs> yeah, it's just no choice around it. Like it's just something we everyone keeps having to do no matter what <laughs> yeah exactly. but we exactly. admire your voice so much so hey. thank you for doing what you do yeah <laughs> thank you thank you Steve. <laughs> um, thank you on a lighter note, let's get into my favorite question. My most chaotic question. <laughs> um, what is the most insane, crazy, whatever, what have you, that you've seen in nightlife and drag that's happened to you, that you've heard about, whatever. Give us a good story. We need a story. So... So, I mean, this is the usual thing that just happened. Uh, like, every time uh, I get ready, it's always two hours. Mm-hmm. So, whenever I go to a nightclub, nightclub, and most of them are drunk, they are like out, they come to drink their asses off. And they don't know how, they don't know what is personal space. Mm-hmm. They really don't know what is personal So, I've, I've had women put their legs in between my sari. Oh, I've had uh, men 
coming to reach my face when it's full of makeup. Oh, <laughs> don't do um, it. That's like, the number one rule. Don't touch us. <laughs> don't touch the queen. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, the, there, have been, there have been times when I am trying, I am literally holding a person's hand because they're, like the cigarette does not fall on my sari. Oh my God. So oh God. there have been... There, there have been different different situations and i'm like oh that the worst the worst thing was uh, we so basically we we in south india uh, we we have different kinds of songs we have different kind of culture mm-hmm. so it's not the same that you know you keep seeing in north india where it's punjabi and all of that mm-hmm. there's a stark mm-hmm. difference so we have we have a night where we are dedicated it to only South Indian music, mm-hmm. and there was this cross dresser who came and banged the DJ table, saying that you have to play Bollywood, and uh, the DJ was go- <laughs> DJ was literally going to slap her, and I had to intervene, and I said, listen, darling, this is a night where only South Indian mu- music is played, mm-hmm. and uh, she she was drunk, but um, I had to like tell her no like a teacher no <laughs> it's not gonna happen <laughs> go back to where you come from <laughs> so yeah yeah i didn't realize that like everyone I, I knew like bollywood was like a big thing but i didn't know like people were like we only want bollywood music that's amazing <laughs> i mean um, i guess it's so ingrained in the culture that yeah you know, everyone just wants to hear it all the time that's that's amazing. Um, I have a f- I can't remember the fi- my favorite Bollywood films off the top of my head, but there's some that like uh, it's like a Eastern view of the West. So they have like scenes that take place in America, and it's like fascinating to watch. Yeah, usually you get the other way around. But anyways, my little tangent. So over. <laughs> so, Bol- so Bollywood Bollywood they uh, they don't do it in our own country because our country looks cheap to them. <laughs> Uh, they go to other foreign countries and uh, they shoot scenes so like there have been uh, old movies where Amitabh Bachchan is there and he's romancing with his heroine in Poland where there is those uh, tulips right yeah so there's a sea of tulips and they're walking around I'm like I haven't seen this shit in India what the fuck like and I Google it and I find that it's in Poland. And I'm like, wow. Bollywood <laughs> has taken this to a different height. Like, you know, know they, don't they shoot <laughs> in America as well? Like, I'm pretty sure they shoot here too. Yo, oh my God. That, so if you know, uh, there's this movie called as Kalhona Ho. It's entirely shoot in New York. Oh, entirely okay. Entirely shot in New York. <laughs> we so don't you, even you, shoot You York see it and you would be like, and you would be like, why why are they shooting in New York and they wanted to shoot and then you know uh, they uh, so you know the the song called as Pretty Woman yeah uh, mm-hmm. pretty a pretty woman mm-hmm. yeah yeah so they made it the Bollywood made it into a Punjabi song <laughs> and uh, it's a basically <laughs> basically you have Shah Rukh Khan jumping on a ta- uh, jumping on a taxi cab and singing the song of the Punjabi version of Pretty Woman. Oh my, I need to see this. Amazing. <laughs> I want to watch. <laughs> I, I'm sending the link to you. I'm yes, please. To please. I please. love Bollywood. <laughs> but there's so many Bollywood movies that I don't know what to watch. So I just give up. I know there's uh, a lot on Netflix. Um, 
I I can I can recommend a few to you actually like you can watch it's but then you know the thing is the yeah, Bollywood is stuck in the generation where uh, Gene Kelly uh, mm-hmm. used to be part of like singing in the rain yeah. and all of that mm-hmm. stuff so Bollywood is still stuck in that generation can mm-hmm. you imagine that that's such a that's wild you know, a, a mind boggling <laughs> I like thing. it and, I like old Bollywood. <laughs> And it, and it's all to do with uh, boy meets a girl, girl yeah. meets the boy. They mm-hmm. run around trees, and you know, I'm like, please, let's just have different kinds of script rolling out. Like it, this is getting boring, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> it's only uh, only until recently, like in 2019 or late 2018, that they started uh, talking more about uh, gay marriage uh, to ah. um, lesbian couple and all oh. that. So there are those movies as well. Yeah. Ah, I didn't even well, know that's that. Coming out, yeah. That's I amazing. like that. <laughs> that's great. All right. So our final question is: Where do you see your drag heading in the future? So, like I said, I think it's going to be uh, movies. It's, um, I would like to uh, be part of a movie or any sort of production. That's something which I want to do. Uh, then um, also in uh, terms of long term, I would like to open up a school for not just for drag queens, but for people who love art and love art forms and, mm-hmm. um, you know, theater, music, uh, who are, love to paint, all of that, because that's something which is missing out in our country. Like it's mm. all about being an engineer, doctor, yes. or a chartered <laughs> and not about arts. It's yeah. not about art. So this is something which I want to do in long term um, mm-hmm. and hopefully it will happen in the future. Not in the near future, but in the yeah. future. In the, <laughs> the, after the pandemic. <laughs> yes, after the pandemic is done. Yeah. <laughs> that for good. <laughs> well, thank you so much for Yay! coming on our show again. A second again! Time. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad the technology and all, all of that worked out. Zoom was our savior, basically. Yay. So thank you, Zoom. Thank you so much. Thank you, Zoom. Thank you so much, yeah. for um, having me over. I love where, being wigging it out. Yes. <laughs> where can the kids find you online? So um, I am Maya the Drag Queen in Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. On Twitter, I am Maya D A D Q. I still have to add you on Twitter. I, I keep forgetting. <laughs> yes, yes, add me up. <laughs> Actually, YouTube, 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 and Twitter are the places where I've not gotten that many uh, followers and something. Mm-hmm which I need to work on. I yeah. actually had like a call in the evening with the YouTube team. Not just me, there were a group of LGBT, prominent yeah. LGBT community members. So we are figuring out how to put uh, content which will grab eyeballs. So that's, uh, great. that's something which we did. Yeah. I love that. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... um. <laughs> Uh, are we closing what? out? I, I think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm literally going off like two hours of sleep. So I'm it's like, okay. We're at, we're at the end. We're at the end. Okay, we, did it. <laughs> we did it, kids. We did it, kids. Um, well, thank you again, Maya, for Yay. coming on the show. 
Um, we really appreciate it. Yay! Um, I'm Martyr. I'm C. Pepper. And this was Wig It Out! Bye! 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 Bye. Tepper, you can follow me on Instagram at C-T-E-P-P-E-R and read my book, The State of Drag, where I interviewed 175 drag queens from around the world. All proceeds go to charity on Amazon.com. Ooh, I love that. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Drag the Martyr. And if you have any thoughts, comments, dick pics, send them to DragTheMartyr at gmail.com. Listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Pandora. And catch up with past episodes on Work.com. That's W-E-R-R-R-K.com. Artwork for Wigging Out was provided by Glitter Baby Online. That's Glitter Baby Online. Thank you.